Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Merry Christmas from bitch number one and bitch number two. Kelly, were you on the naughty list or the good girl list? Oh my God. I'm always on the naughty list. Yeah, I know. Same. Yeah. We're, we, we're partners. <laughs> I know. No, I've not. I don't think I've ever made it to the nice list in my life. Me either. Oh, I'm well, it's something. the fun on the nice list. I was just going to say the naughty list is way more fun. It is. It is. It is. Well, we're so glad that we got to join you on this Christmas morning. Kelly, are you drinking anything on Christmas morning? Champagne. Well, I'm gonna mimosas. have I'm gonna have a mimosa. So Yay. we wanted you guys to have a little Christmas treat, which is us. We stuffed your stockings. Oh gosh. <laughs> insert every Christmas pun you can think of because we are from <laughs> dance moms, you know. We love a pun. All right, well, we're going to get into the second half of the episode, Watch Your Back, Mac, which is season three, episode 14. And then we are taking New Year's Day off. So we will be back in the new year. So we will see you guys in 2024, which is- uh, Isn't that crazy? Yes. Oh it's- my gosh. It seems like yesterday it was twenty New Year's for 2023. I still haven't done my uh, resolution yet. Kelly- your resolution should be to drink less. Oh, well, I still haven't done that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you doing? I'll, dry- try, I'll try it again this year. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk about dry January <laughs> in the first episode when we come back. Cause I need to know if you're participating in dry January. I doubt it. No, I'm not either, but we can pretend we are for right now. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. That's great. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to one and all. Merry Christmas. All right, you guys, enjoy the rest of the episode and we'll see you in 2024. Yay. So Asia starts doing her dance, rock that. Abby's dancing with her and she's like, Asia's doing a solo to the music, rock that. Honey, she can rock it out, but can she straighten her legs and point her feet? We'll have to see. I love when Abby dances. I don't. No, I'm kidding. I was being- I know. (laughs) I know. I know. Okay. And then I said, I go upstairs, I go, oh, uh, she looks kind of um, naughty because Asia was a very different type of. Yeah, it was very like sassy, you know, muddy. Like she was cute. Yeah, it was very cute. It was just very, especially like from like Mackenzie, because she used to do like musical theater acro. Right. And she was like fierce, like hit, hit, you know, like, so they were totally different kind of dancers. Yeah. Asia, it's like dynamite exploding on stage, but I want her to scale it back a bit. She wants her to be a cute, fluffy little puppy dog. But maybe don't give her choreography that's like hard hitting and sassy. Yeah. Yeah. Like have her wiggle or something. I don't think Christy would have went for that though. Oh no, absolutely not. 
they yeah. should have done it because maybe Christy would have argued with Abby. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't think she was there to argue with her. No, but maybe, I don't know, behind the scenes. I don't know. And then Abby's like, you have one more day to work on this. That's it. Um, you have to learn your solos in one day. That's what we do here. And again, they show me saying like, she looks kind of, I'm naughty. And I said, it was the exact same clip of me saying it twice. Cause I guess they wanted to make it seem like I'm being a bitch. Yeah. And Jill's like, is this her preferred style? And that's when Christy says, she's more of a fierce dancer. She's never been cutesy. And that's when you go, she's a cute little girl. She really is. And then Abby gestures for Christy to come down and she goes to speak with her. And in her interview, Abby's like, the first date in a new dance studio can be difficult for anyone. I want to find out from Christy how the other moms are treating her. If they so much as look at Christy wrong, watch out. But you would have think she would have said, oh, well, Kelly said Ava's a really cute girl. I'm the only one that said something nice. And she says, I'm a bitch with you. I don't get it. Last time I'm saying something nice. I didn't even say anything bitchy. I'm trying to look because you said I'm a bitch with you. I didn't say anything bitchy. No, neither of us did. But I at least specifically said something nice. But yeah. I got no credit for that. Well, upstairs I go, first of all, I don't like anybody coming in here with my name. And then you looked at me and you go, you talk about Melissa having boobs. She has cantaloupes. And then you go, she was not born with those. I'll clue y'all in. Thanks, Kel. Thanks. Just in case you didn't know. You know, you mean boobs on a teeny tiny body that are as big as our heads aren't real? No. Her boobs were enormous. They were. They were. But how about Melissa tells us, well, mine are real. Oh, God. Melissa always loved to tell us hers are real. And she always said, I'll show you no scars. You've seen them all. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> She used to always be like, I'll show you no scars, no scars. But Melissa has, Melissa has great boobs. Uh -huh. like, yeah. And after all these years, I'm finally willing to accept that they're real. So there you go. Well, that's because you got some now. So you're not jealous because now you've got boobs. No, I really think Melissa's are real though. I do too. Yeah. So now in the den, this is when they talk shit on us. Abby starts asking Christy what her impression of the moms is. She says that we complain a lot. And then Abby's like, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And then there's a shot of us, of course, or you know, <laughs> um, they're miserable. Yeah, we're miserable because you torture our kids. And then she said, well, you're really open to questions, but you, she noticed that we asked the most questions, right? Because we're doing our job, but you know, yeah. And then she Abby actually said, thought Jill was the worst. Of course. Uh, but Abby says that I think that I'm being replaced because I know how bad Abby wants me gone. I didn't really think I was being replaced. I would tell you. I, I never thought I was being replaced either. We couldn't be. Right. We had a contract. Right. But then Abby says, if you have any issues with the moms, you come to me. So now it is the day of competition. We're in the parking lot. We're thanking bus driver Jim for helping with our bags. How about me? Hmm? I'm like... Oh, it's so cold. We need to move to Florida or something. I hate this weather. And here I am. I live in Florida now. You manifested that. I did. Mm -hmm. mm, oh my God. I love this moment. Because Jill walks on the bus and Christy's in her spot. And Jill's like, um, you're in my seat. And then Christy- Like we're two. Yeah, Jill go, or Christy goes, good. Because I didn't like the seat anyways. Like you couldn't just be like, oh, sorry, I'm in your seat. Yeah. She moves, but then Jill points or- when yeah, she moves, Melissa's she goes, oh, seat. That's Melissa's seat. And then Jill gives us, and this is absolutely hysterical, on the heels of the Rosa Parks episode last week or two weeks ago, whatever. She goes, It's important for me to maintain my status. I know. 
And Jill, we leave and she's like, why isn't Abby on the bus? And I'm like, thank God she's not on the bus. Yeah. Shut up. Because if you say her name out loud too many times, she's going to appear like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. Jill, (laughs) don't say it out loud. I was always celebrating when she wasn't there. I know. Jill and Melissa are always like, where's Abby? I'm like, shut up. Well, they probably had a gift for her. True. But then we find out why Abby's not on the bus. Because she's at the taxidermy shop. And she walks in and we see the scariest taxidermy animals. And she tells us that she's taking a side trip while we head to competition. And she's been thinking about what to do with Broadway Baby. So she's meeting a man to find out exactly what her options are. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you go to a taxidermy shop, he's probably going to tell you your options are to stuff her. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think there are many other options there. Mm -mm. He's not going to be like, well, just throw her in the pit in the back. He's going to be like, let's make her beautiful. Yeah. And then he probably was like, oh, this dog is so gorgeous. How do we not preserve her? I'd like to point out that when Abby showed us all the pictures of Broadway baby that she shows him, she took face was white. Yeah, but she took the picture for people. Yeah, I used to take my kids there. Me too. I have some of the same props of Chloe as a baby, like that Broadway baby's portraits were taken in. Yep. Isn't that funny? Yeah. All right. So, oh, Abby tells Bill, the taxidermist, that preserving Broadway baby is the best option because she's so pretty. You know, Bill tells Abby that he's going to do what he can to help keep Abby's memories of Broadway baby fresh and give Abby a sense of comfort. And Abby says, this is a monumental decision for me. And I still don't know if it's the right one or not, but at least Broadway Baby will be with me. Be with me forever. (laughs) Broadway Baby's not with you anymore. Yeah. She put her with her mom. Uh Uh-huh. Wonder why she went through all that stuffing her and then put her with her mom. She should have just got the ashes, put the ashes with her mom. Well, she put her- Because you say, Holly said that they couldn't close the casket? Yeah. Because Abby put her dad's ashes in with her mom and then the dog. And because the dog's like a hard form that when they tried to close the casket lid, it wouldn't close. So she said that Abby was like trying to slam it shut like a trunk, (laughs) like a car trunk. Or or like your suitcase when you overstuff it. Oh my God. She couldn't close the casket because it was overstuffed. (laughs) Oh my God. Overstuffed. (laughs) All right. So we get to the competition. Melissa's nervous because Abby hasn't arrived yet. I'm not nervous. Jill's wearing fur. Jill's wearing fur. Drink, 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 drink. Ugly fur. Oh, my God. This is one of the worst pieces of Jill fur. Yeah. Like, bad looking. Mm-hmm. I like what you say coming up, though. I love Brooke, though. Yeah. (laughs) Talking about Abby. She hopes Abby's not going to be too sad after visiting the taxidermist. And Brooke goes, but what's she going to do with it? And I go, hug it. And then Holly goes, Nia wants to know if Abby will bring it here. And you go, I hope not. Oh, yeah. And then Jill goes, baby was like her child. So it's just the shell. And then she goes, there wasn't much fur left anyway. Here's my favorite. What was left you're wearing. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot. It was like little tufts. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely. Then the skin looked like it was going to explode. Remember? Who, Broadway baby? Yeah. Well, she ate Wendy's every morning. What do you want? Yeah. That and... Um, Nutrisystem? Nutrisystem. Yeah. I clearly am super concerned why Mackenzie isn't with us. <laughs> I hate when it's me asking. And I know, and everybody who listens knows at this point, it's like I'm being told that. Did you see I just hit my hand? Yeah. 
you know, everybody knows that I'm asking because that's my job, but I just want to reiterate, like Mackenzie not being there has nothing to do with me, but I'm super invested in it. I'm like, hmm, why yeah. is not joining us this week? And then I said, something tells me that Melissa is going to do everything she can to keep Mackenzie away from Asia. And then Christy asked why Kenzie's out. And that's when Melissa says that Mackenzie has an extra bone in her foot. That, but this is the first time I've heard this, I think. Yeah. And then I'm like, doesn't it make you nervous at all that like last week, Abby didn't really want Kenzie to do the group. And then this week, Abby brings someone in that's Mackenzie's age, gives her a solo and leaves Mackenzie at home. Look at you playing detective. I know. Well, Melissa starts blinking furiously and she goes, no, not at all. And uh, Christy's like, I I think Melissa knows Mackenzie will never be replaced. No, I know. But I think she is a little bit more nervous. Oh, She's definitely nervous. She's nervous that Asia is going to beat. Mackenzie, not 100%. that she's going to be replaced. Right. So then Christy's like, is this an ongoing injury? And Melissa's like, well, I'm not sure. It only happened four months ago. We are still talking about it. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what she said, but that's what I'm thinking. <sighs> and then I said, I don't know, Melissa. I just know that when Sophia was here, if Abby would have told you to leave Maddie at home, you would have had a fit. And she says, that would have been a different thing. And I said, but why is it different? I just know you and I know that you would have never left Maddie stay at home. And Melissa is just stumbling and she's like, no, I'm fine with it. And then Jill asks if I think, sorry, I thought she was asking Melissa, if I think that Mackenzie's going to take, or Asia's going to take Mackenzie's place. And I'm like, well, I don't know. You never know with Abby. And then Melissa's taking her place. No. And Melissa says, these moms are always trying to get me worked up. Mackenzie is not going to be replaced by Asia. They need to worry about their kids and not mine. Well, there's nothing going on with our kids this week. So, <laughs> so we, we have to worry, worry about, about yours. <laughs> My kid flew under the radar. It didn't detect or it didn't pull her eye in a negative way. Yeah, so I got to worry about your kid. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, all my attention's on you. <sighs> so Abby gets, uh, she's arriving at the competition and she obviously picked up a little treat from the taxidermist because she's wearing some unfortunate looking fur. Ugh. And she says in her interview that she's had a difficult week. It's very emotional and unsettling. So she walks into the room. Everybody makes it to do. Abby's here, blah, blah, blah. She looks at Asia's costume. She starts running her solo. I do want to point out that Asia's costume was Maddie. Maddie's. Yeah. One of her old solo costumes. It was a cute costume. Oh, that costume was adorable. It was called the Big Bow Wow. Yeah. And before they go to stage, Christy gives Asia a pep talk, encourages her to take advantage of the th- fact that Mackenzie's injured. <laughs> they focused on the opportunity to stay. Listen, this little girl is hurt. This is your chance. So in the hallway, the candy apples are stretching. We approach. Abby smiles, hugs John. And in her interview, Abby says, John is a brilliant, brilliant choreographer. He's a great guy. One of my dearest friends. And you know what, Kathy? You could try to hire every friend I have, but if one comes down to training kids, you suck. She is guilty of bringing students in that she doesn't teach. Yeah, Abby's about to do that too. But Abby does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, hello. She's doing it right now with Asia. But I think the only reason that Abby was allowed to bring Asia in is because Abby made such a stink about Kathy bringing in people every week of that course. she didn't teach. Of course. And she wanted, she, it will never, I will never, ever, ever understand why Abby wanted to feature other kids. Other 
instead of her not students because to me I'd have been like these kids are amazing they're a product they've been at my studio since they were two not they suck Mm -hmm. it it doesn't compute in my because she wanted the best of the best and not all of her students were the best of the best yeah, but, but other teachers but you, out there, you don't get to take credit for the best of the best if you didn't teach it. I think one of the but most, I think that was her point. Kathy was taking credit for these kids and they're beating her and they aren't her students or whatever. Right. You know? But I also think too, that Abby should, I think she should have taken a huge, 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 like bow. The fact that every one of the kids on the show were fantastic dancers because she made them be. Yeah, but I agree. If kids hadn't danced anywhere else, I don't think that they would have been as amazing as they were because it wasn't like these seven kids were the best of the best from around the country that she hand-selected. They were kids who went because they lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know? So to yeah. me, the amount of talent they had, truly, if she would have properly framed it, it could have been like, yes, they're talented, but my, I'm talented because I give them the I yeah. taught them. Yeah. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Anyway. Uh, yeah. um, so Kathy says, Abby sees John and she's all happy go and lovey dovey, but I can see it's a big facade. She doesn't know. Wait, she doesn't want to show that it's bothering her, but I know I'm in her head. Mm-hmm-hmm. So now we're in the theater. Brooks, you can see Brooke in her solo costume backstage ready to go on. Yeah. But in her interview, Christy says, it's a very important this week for Asia to do well in her solo. She just needs to bring it. Then she says, very controversial, even though she's younger than Mackenzie, I think she's more entertaining, which is pretty ballsy to say, because yeah. thing. yeah, I mean, that's pretty ballsy, but I mean, whatever, you're entitled. I think they're both very good. They're just both very different. Right, right. You know, I mean, I think it depends on what kind of dance you like, you know? Yeah, it, exactly, exactly. So Asia does rock that. And um, I mean, I thought the dance was very, very good. It's just a very West Coast style. Yeah, yeah. Very West Coast. So it's different for us to see. But she's from the West Coast, so. No, absolutely. And that's what, that's where like when we're watching it and you like see, it's like night and day. And Sophia was like that too. It's different. Mm -hmm. Like our girls are different than that. And we say that all the time. Like when we took Party Party to- Oh my God. Phoenix. Yeah. And then we took electricity, electricity to, to Lan- Lancaster. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just different types of dancing at yeah. different areas of the world. Right. Right. So back in the dressing room, we asked Christy what she thought of Asia's performance. And Christy's like, well, I saw a sickle foot. And she's like, I hope Abby calls Asia out on it. So it's, re- I actually think it's pretty smart of Christy. She obviously knows the gig, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so she's diffusing any like, oh, I'm a different mom. I hope Abby calls her out on that. Not like yeah. hope Abby takes it easy. She's like, yeah. no, I want tough love. Knowing yeah. that Abby's not going to be brutal to her ever. Abby isn't even teaching her. Right. Abby never taught her a dance step. No. Like no. Gianna taught her solos and Abby might've been sitting in there for the cameras at certain points or whatever, but she never really took a class. No. A dance class with Abby. No. And Jill goes, here's the thing. You can guarantee that Abby saw it. And then I said, you're really still in the honeymoon period. Give it some time. You haven't seen tough love from Abby yet. This is still sweet and kind. And then she's like, you can complain all you want, but Abby is not going to change her behavior. Obviously, you know, Abby's not going to change. 
And Jill says, we're not expecting her to change. And she said, well, I hear all the complaining. And I said, but we haven't complained once in front of you about Abby. And I said that because I don't think we really had no. She's talking about the complaining that she had watched on television. Yeah. Or she's heard from Abby or the producers. Right. Yep. And so she says, you got to understand if you're going to be around someone like that, you have to expect it. If you can't expect it, you need to leave. That was such a fucking annoying thing that these people would always come in and say to us, then leave, then leave. Why am I leaving? Yeah. Like you just got here. Why do I need to leave? You don't need to leave. <laughs> And then I said, you know what? Now that we know that you don't want us to be honest and express our feelings, we'll make sure we don't do that in front of you. And she goes, Christy is the most outspoken mother here. If I'm going to be civil, I'm going to be civilized this first week. But if she comes at me, I'm going to bite. Why am I coming at you? I have no, and I do go on to fight with Christy, but yeah. I don't, I, like there, I don't have a dog in that race or whatever the saying is. I don't yeah. have a horse in that race. Is that it? Yeah. Or dog in yeah. the fight. I kind of mix them up. I don't. I, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. So, but you have to do it because Melissa won't. Yeah. Somebody has to fight with her. We brought on a new cast member, and not to just sit there. So she's willing to fight and argue. And it, the purpose was to get Melissa to interact, and she's not doing it right. still. Right. So they walk in. Abby tells Asia. She walks in. She goes, "Drop and give me 20. And she goes, "You can. You do the step." Cute's over. It's about the technique. It's about the feet. I cringed when you rolled up to the chin stand with those feet completely sickled. And then I go, how's that tough love feel now? Like an idiot. <laughs> so then yeah. we're back in the dressing room and Chloe, Kendall, and Maddie come out in their trio costumes. And Abby's like, Whoop. and then she's like, you better do well on your turns because our performance will dictate how the group will do. And she tells us losing is not an option. When it comes to Kathy, they have to win. So mm. then Abby runs the trio in the dressing room. Uh, before they head to the stage, she gives some final directions. And they are, I'm telling you, do not even look at them backstage. Remember she used that because wasn't Maddie and Gino like tweeting and stuff back and forth? And yeah. Abby like had a fit. Yeah. Like do not tweet or text any of them. Yeah. She was like crazy about that. Well, doesn't Gino come on and dance with Maddie next week? Yeah. And and I think they did they kiss or something. There was like a big thing about. Yeah. Well, it's on. Yeah. Camera, right? Oh, it is. I don't know. I just I remember say, them kissing or something. I say, because uh, Abby then kissed Maddie. And I said, oh, Maddie and Abby both had their first kiss on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the, in the candy apple dressing room, Kathy and John are running Gino and Sam's duet. And Kathy's like, she's confident that the duet's going to do well. The kids have good chemistry. Yes. And they're doing a dance that they've competed for the last two years. Two years. Yeah. And they do the dance Latin fire. And I wasn't as impressed with this dance as I think I could have been. No, no. Because they weren't together. There was some really off timing. And I think the reason why is because I'm certain that this was an old duet. And I would bet you if they did it to the original music, it would have been perfect. But because yeah. they had to but do I think there was a, a spot thing. in it where he almost, did he, he almost drop her or something? And that, that kind of screwed them all up, I think. Oh, that could be too. Yeah. Yeah. But- I think the dance could have been amazing. Like oh I God. love 
I loved the costuming. I thought it was like striking on stage. And it's different. You don't often see ballroom. Exactly. And Abby was like, oh, the tango or whatever. Is that what it was? The tango? Yeah. I don't even think it was a tango to be honest. I don't know what it was, but she's like ballroom dancing at a, a competition. I don't know. I think if Abby would have came up with doing that, she would have thought it was great because it was something different. Yep. You know, yep. you want something different. Yep. Um, I couldn't agree more. Uh, and then the trio comes out and they do their dance, we believe. And I I thought this dance was good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did too. I thought it was good. Yeah. I, um, I thought they were together. I mean, I, was it like, oh my God, this amazing moving dance? No, but I thought it was high, like everything she wanted to be high energy. I thought there was a lot of stamina. I think they didn't um, run out of steam at the end. I think they had great faces. I love when they were rehearsing and she yelled at Chloe in the... Uh, dressing room enough with the faces you're 11 years old but if if she doesn't do faces she gets yelled at for not making faces but she says that's why maddie's so good because she does do the facial things yeah and she did a whole thing with kendall two weeks ago to practice them yeah yeah well again she exited my womb so she's awful but hey she was front and center yes yes she was front center i think because she was the tall blonde i think so yeah because I never realized Kendall and Maddie were almost the same in height, seemed like. Yeah. yeah. I never realized that. But yeah. you can really tell during that dance because they were like lower the than Chloe. Yeah. So back in the dressing room, we congratulate the trio. And Abby comes in and she goes, I always tell you, a trio is the most difficult thing to do. It's not a duet. You can't feed off of each other. It's not a solo. You can't just wing it out there on your own. A trio is very difficult spacing wise. And I thought that was the one thing that was excellent. That's the only thing. I thought their turns were phenomenal, but what what do I know? So now they're getting ready for the group dance. And so I want to say about the trio, Paige, Maddie, and Chloe always did a trio and they were always here, but Paige can't, that's the hardest thing to do, but yet Paige can't dance like that. Oh, no, I know. But they're the only ones that ever had trios. Right. Oh, I know. Kelly, why? Why? Why are you trying to be rational? Because <laughs> I hate when she says shit like that. I know. But it takes me. Yes. But I, 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 I don't understand like your how, why. Okay. I know. I know. So they're running the group. And in, in her interview, Abby goes, I'm a little concerned with this routine. The girls just don't look tight. So they're getting ready to go to stage. Well, right before we go to stage, though. We do go back and forth Ugh. and Abby goes, there might be a candy land, but there's no Kathy land. She's a pimple that needs popped. That's oh, disgusting. That's a girl. I call Must we talk about that? I called Kathy a cold sore, which is much more classy than a pimple that needs. Popped. <laughs> That's classy. Classier. You are classy. Found something. Yeah. So in the Candy Apples dressing room, they are running their group dance and I'm dead the entire time. They're holding the will dance for food sign. <laughs> like, I know. We that love social so commentary funny. on Dance Moms, don't we? Uh, this yeah. dance was amazing though. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. She goes, we're going to go out there and we're going to win or we're going to die trying. And I'll tell you what, that dance was phenomenal. It was, it, that dance deserved every accolade that it got. Yeah, I liked it. How about John in the audience? He was just smiles from ear to ear, man. I need to know what kind of tooth whitening he used. I know, his teeth like glue in the dark. 
it's an aggressive, it's a mile. And it was just pasted on there the whole time. <laughs> Somebody needs to get that man a crust ad. Uh-huh. I mean, serious. That those, I mean, it was a big old smile. Yep. And Kathy says, I need to break out the broom. Oh, she loves a broom reference. I'm telling you. Because a clean sweep is coming our way. And I say Kathy's group dances was exquisite. And I said, I think for once, Kathy's really giving Abby a run for her money. With other people's students. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in her interview, Abby goes, the chorus just performed. And I have to say the choreography was brilliant. Again, notice not saying candy apples. And she goes, my girls better go out there and give it the old college try. They need to represent the ALDC. They need to win. And then they came out and did the most boring dance known to man. Mm-hmm. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I started using Acorns a few years ago, and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar so that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals. And then I look at that balance and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. And the other thing I hated about this dance, I mean, it was fine. It was pretty. I hate when they do one solo and everybody else rolling around on the Yeah. I think they're so much more impressive when they dance together. Together. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. Super boring. And the funniest thing is there is nothing even remotely controversial about this dance. I don't understand where the whole reincarnation theme came from. But even more so. Like, does I, the music or something talk about it? No. I didn't hear it. But even know. more so, th- there was nothing about this dance that Mackenzie and Asia couldn't have done. Couldn't have been in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't see anything with reincarnation that made it inappropriate for them at all. No. And then Abby also says in her interview, she thought the girls were fresh, pretty, clean, and wholesome. Okay. What's the controversy? Exactly. Yeah. Like, that would be per- All of them things she just said would be perfect, perfect. for Asia and Mackenzie. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so now we're in awards. Um, Asia gets first place for her solo in Petite. And they put a little crown on her because she was actually crowned Good for title energy. And then Abby says in her interview, they put this teeny tiny little tiara on the puppy dog's head and it looked like best in show. And I wanted to punch <laughs> And then I say Asia comes in and wins with her very first solo with the ALDC. And we know Melissa's not happy. And then I go, Mackenzie better start winning first place trophies left and right, or it's good my Mackenzie and hello, Asia. That's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never happened. No. Now we're on to the duets and trios. And we believe gets second place. And uh, Latin Fire from Candy Apples gets first place. In your opinion, do you think that was the appropriate, like, do you think I don't know because I don't know I'm going to tell you in the group dance no way should we have oh yeah no them. but I just no. wondered because I thought we believe was good and the fact that they were a little off I thought we could have beat them well I I know like they say they don't have any pull on what happens but the whole episode it was 
Kathy having her broom and doing her clean sweep. Yeah. It was almost like she knew that she was taking everything. Yeah, true. I don't know. Why else would you say a hundred times about having a clean sweep? Well, she also did her interview after. Yeah, but even in the dressing room and stuff, she's talking. Oh, that's behind true. stage, she's talking about it a hundred times. Uh, and Abby goes, of course, the clean, wholesome, wonderful trio comes in second to the duet. She goes, then I have the duet dad in front of me, giving a standing ovation, screaming and yelling. She goes, I'm surprised they didn't get thrown out. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I didn't even see him screaming. I saw him stand and clap, yeah. but I didn't see him screaming. No. Yeah. No. So up next is the Junior Small Group Awards, and we get second place, and Candy Apple's Machine Lines gets a perfect score. And okay. they do a lot of lead up to this. They're like, only perfect score of the day, you know, which, again, I think it was appropriate to give it that much attention. But now, whenever they're leading up to the whole perfect score and, and all of that, if you're watching Abby... Abby 100% thinks it's us. Really? Oh my God. You have to watch it. She 100%. She's clapping and happy when they're saying like it's a perfect score. And she got like a smirk on her face and whatever. And whenever they announce that it's Kathy's team, she has like tears in her eyes. <gasps> I'm telling you. Oh, I got to watch. And then she gets into this fight at the end. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you that. Yeah. And I, I said this on the last podcast with the other girls that you didn't record that. I think Abby did not think that this was going to be the outcome. Okay, wait. Because of her expressions and her reaction. That's hold on. I'm putting it on. I'm going to just go to I'm watching it. I'm I'm going to I'm putting it you on. You have to watch it. Yeah. Because she 100% thought it was us winning. That is why I'm going to, it's buffering. So let me let it buffer. And then I'm going to get to that. I have to see what you're saying. Because that's what, that's what makes this show fun. This podcast, I mean, is because like, we know. Yeah. And how she, you oh, you, I can tell just by their expressions, like yeah. especially her and Melissa, they're like a giveaway on oh. expressions. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. You know who just popped up in an ad? Yeah. Brooke's friend, Tila. Oh, really? Yeah. She just popped up in an ad on here. Um, hold on. Come on. Yeah. I got to see. I've got to see. Yeah. I, I do wonder, you know, sometimes, well, we'll see. We'll see what I can figure out. But Melissa in her interview says, our girls had no chance of beating the boys. Their choreography was amazing over the top. It so was. And anything that's like a piece like that, that's like, you know, a social commentary piece. Oh, here. I'm right there. Hold on. I'm watching Abby. Look like the best. You, you got to put it up on the, on your screen. I guess that's for Patreon people. Yeah, I can. I mean, I'll put it on the but, screen. But the regular people can't see it. Well, so I'm just going to play that little bitty clip. Okay. So I will share it and we'll just comment on it the whole time. Um, okay. And I share the screen. Where is my share screen? Participants can now see your screen. Oh, God, everybody's looking at all my crap on my desktop. Oh, my God, nobody cares. All right. Well, what if I have a naked picture up there? You shouldn't have a naked picture up there. I don't have a naked picture. I was being facetious. If I've never taken a naked picture in my life, I'm so grateful that I'm not of that generation. Play, press play. I'm trying. It's buffering. Yeah. See, second place, we believe. Come on. Come on. 
Christy looks very pretty in that shot. She's a pretty woman. Like she, oh, really... she is very pretty. And her skinny little body with her cantaloupe. I'm telling you. Brian loved to bring on moms that made us feel ugly. I know. I'm like, okay, we get it. We're <laughs> ugly. We know. We know. That ugly. We know. We get it. Okay. I guess this isn't working. It might not work because there are so many things running. Well, maybe we can pull it up for the Patreon people. Yeah, later. I'll just let it keep buffering. So I'm gonna but stop. definitely, definitely she thought it was us winning. That's wild. Okay. Then Abby goes, oh, Brooke just posted on YouTube. Everybody go watch Brooke's YouTube. Abby goes in her interview, I don't know what's going to happen with my girls, but maybe the reincarnation theme is going to hit home. Maybe next week they'll come back as amazing, talented teenagers. That's all it says. She's hoping. <laughs> I think the girls are pretty amazing and talented, but whatever. So now we're in the dressing room and Jill's like, How are you? Oh, here, here. Okay, hold on. Wait, let me pause it. Here we go. Let's share the screen. It took that long for it to come up. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Thank God we have an editor. <laughs> now she's clapping like because they're saying that it's our girls done anything better. They danced that trio fabulous. They were amazing. They were together. You know, they looked great. I think that this time the chips just did fall in their favor. And our top overall energy junior to a trio, three points away from perfect. We got it. It's right after the entry number. I'm showing some cleavage. No, told you your boobs were hanging out the whole time. You had some bodacious movies there, Kelly. I was trying to keep up with Christy. No, you weren't keeping up there. No way. You'd have to put my head and your head in a bra. <laughs> yeah. And have us walk around under your shirt all day. It's not coming on. Then I have the duet dad in front of me, standing ovation. Now look, he, he's not screaming. He's just clapping. La, la, la. Small room. Top overall high score. I'm going to pause for a moment and let you know this is the only score of the day so far that received an absolute perfect score. So I feel that our group dance was outstanding. It was absolutely yep. beautiful. Okay, we, wait a minute. Not a perfect score. Drum roll, please. You got to watch it on Hulu, I guess. Oh, no, I fear. No, you. Yeah. If you watch it on Hulu, they are on her so much more. And like she shows her excitement. And then she's like, you know, has this little smirk when they're like, oh, it's the only perfect score of the day. And then all of a sudden she's like, when it's not her. And then they go to Maddie and Maddie has tears in her eyes too. You have to go to Hulu and watch it. Okay. Because I think the first time I watched it when we did it with um, Desi and Rachel, right. I didn't see that. And then I rewatched it this morning just to get it back in my head. And I watched it on Hulu this time. And that's when I saw that. That's so interesting. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's so funny to me. So funny to me. Well, yeah. I mean, you hate to see your kids lose or whatever. I mean, because honestly, it always. Sometimes it's just another team just deserves it. I mean, oh God. That, that, that dance. you hate yeah. to see your kids lose, but it's sometimes though it's it's like so rewarding to see somebody who really deserves it win. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean it's true. I and I think that that's kind of one thing <clears throat> I can say for us to me I I can speak for me 
if there was somebody who was absolutely phenomenal and you got to watch it, sometimes it's like, my God, I got to see this in person and this is like crazy and this is talent and these kids are going to go on, you know, it's just like, yeah, appreciate it. It's not, it's not always about just your kid being the best because they're not always going to be the best. Never, never. There's always somebody better. I don't care who you are. There's always somebody better. Exactly. Exactly. So that's hysterical. So now we're in the dressing room and Jill is like, Abby, what do we need to do to get there? You know, how do we get there? How do we get there? And I want to be like, Jill, we get there every week. Like we really do. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jill's or Abby, of course, turns it into just being rude where she's like, are you really asking me how to get there? I mean, talent is definitely God given. I've seen so many talent kids and they've thrown it away. So much talent. Time will tell how these kids turn out. I think our kids turned out pretty fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. So now somebody knocks at the door and Kathy and her team, her parents walk in and she's like, I decided to join the party. Anybody have a broom? Then she looks Uh like you may have one. Does anybody have a broom? And I go like sarcasm dripping. I'm like for the clean sweep. And she goes, you know what guys, in spite of your loss, you did great today. And I was like, Oh, Kathy. And then Abby in her interview, she's like this week, it's gone too far. Kathy got her hooks into a choreographer. That is a friend of mine. I don't appreciate that. I don't have time for people like that in my life. Kathy is an embarrassment to me and probably her family as well. That to me is such a fucking rude thing. Abby always talks about us being like white trash and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like that is so low. Like her, she's an embarrassment to her family. Why? But yeah, why would that embarrass her family? I don't understand why she said that. I think she just means Kathy in general, but like, look, you're on TV being a lunatic too. It's not just Kathy. So we should all be embarrassed. If one We're all an embarrassment on it. Yes. Yeah. So I said, Kathy and Abby, are you guys going to kiss and make up? And Abby goes, no. And then Kathy said, what about the water that she threw at me? And then Mickey, who is the duet dad, tries to encourage them to make up, but Abby cuts him off. And she's like, you don't even know the beginning of what's going on. And then she goes on that Kathy's had lots of kids leave her studio. And she did at the end of season two. We know that. But Kathy's people left the studio because they were aggravated about the show and this and that. Abby's people all left the studio before the show because they were aggravated with Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Who's right wrong there? And Kathy goes, that's ridiculous. And then Abby starts losing it. She's like, you've never produced anything. And then Kathy jumps in. You make an ass of yourself and the moms know it just as well as everybody else. And then Abby, her famous line, well, I sleep at night. Cause I used to say that to her all the time. I'm like, how do you sleep at night? She's like comfortably. I don't know how they could. Yeah. And she said, I do too. You think I lose sleep over you? And then this is when she starts crying and screaming. Um, And she's like, do you think I've given up my whole life and all the organizations that I belong to, to deal with that piece of crap? No, she is dirt under my feet. And that's when Kathy storms out of the dressing room and Abby's screaming, she hit me. There's no going back. The minute she struck me, she left the room. She doesn't even walk in my circle. She does not live in my world. And then she licks her lips and sits down. And that is it. But do you see like her reaction? Like she was not expecting that outcome. No, 
you have to go back on Hulu and watch her in the audience. It's like she is like so excited and just really thinks it's us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she does. All right. So, Cal, how many drinks did you need to make it through this episode? I didn't need any. I needed one when we started talking about stuff in the dog. <laughs> well, maybe I should have one for that. Yeah, I mean, that's not yeah. a normal daily conversation that most people can say that they've had. No. And we no. had we got to have it on national TV. Yay. Yeah. My dad, whenever I um when this episode aired, my dad was like, Kelly, people are gonna hate you that are dog lovers. And I'm like, why? He's like, because you're like talking mean about a dog. I'm like, I'm not talking mean about a dog. I'm like, I absolutely love my pets. I just don't think it's I think it's weird. I think it's sorry. Weird. But I, I, really? I think it, it's mean to a dog. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not being mean to dogs. I'm trying to stick up for them. <laughs> You're defending the dog. In the I dog am. Dog. I in, am. In the dog's honor. That's right. Uh-huh. All right. What about Pyramid? Who had the worst mom outfit? Well, your sweater that you had on at competition was really ugly. That's it funny. was like white and it had like a V thing in the back, like with tails coming down. But I'll go with Jill's fur vest. I don't even remember what I had on. I have to go back and look. I'm it sure. must have been cold and put a sweater on at the end. It's, it was uh, I have no, I have to look. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Jill had Broadway babies like leftover. Fur yeah, I said that, but yours was pretty ugly I'm too. Be fair. I mean, my <laughs> dog was pretty ugly. Yeah. Um, did you have a misdemeanor or a felony? Well, I would probably just say that I, I don't know, maybe some people thought I was talking mean about a dog, <laughs> but I wasn't. Ellie, I don't think you were being mean about a dog. I don't know. Um, was, did I have a misdemeanor or a felony? I mean, maybe cause I said Asia's, uh, I said, oh, she's naughty, but I, did I have any others? I don't think so. I don't think I even really spoke in this episode. Yeah, we were pretty good. We were good girls. We were good girls. Uh, favorite quote from this episode? Oh, mine was when you you said with that ugly vest of Jeff, Jeff uh, Jill of Jill's, and you said, and you're wearing the rest of it. Like when yeah. she said, "Baby doesn't have much fur left," and you said, "And the rest of it, you're wearing." Yeah, I that I, was, that was actually my favorite quote of the episode as well. Because I mean, although. My real favorite quote of this episode was the entire how do you stuff a dog conversation. It just wasn't aired. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite conversations. That was so funny. We should talk about that on the after party. Oh, uh, we were crying up there. Literally crying. Cry we were well, laughing. Because so we just hard. didn't understand like how it was done or why it was like. No, it was so funny. All right. What about favorite dance from this episode? I would say the boys. Oh, hundred percent. I thought that dance was phenomenal. I really do. I think it was fabulous. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is about it for this episode. We are going to see you guys back here or I'm sorry. We're going to see you uh, on the after party and we will see you back here next week. Um, are we going to be on next week or is next week going to be Christmas? Well, what, what, what week aren't we on? We're not on the week of Christmas, correct? Hold on. I'm going to talk to you off this about this because I have a thought. Okay. Not a lot of work, but I have a thought. All right. So we'll see you guys back here next time. Enjoy your holidays. Happy New Year. And um, don't do anything we wouldn't do. No.
We leave you pretty open. No. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.